we are going to uh, do the podcast on Podbeat. And we are gearing up to start. That would be great. I'm missing my co-hosts. Where are they? Where are my co-hosts? Co-hosts, where are you? Hi, Just B. Hey, hey. How are you? Welcome to our podcast. I'm in search of co-hosts now, so... Bear with us. We're also going for 45 minutes tonight instead of a half an hour. And yeah, it would be great if my people were here. Tonight's podcast is on parent care for everybody that's listening. And what does that look like? And I guess I'll just kind of cue it up so once they get on, they'll be prepared and ready to jump right in. So, yeah, they're probably having a little sip of a cocktail and are coming in. And, uh, oh, everybody's coming. Hello. Hi, welcome, Gloria. 
Welcome, co-host. Well, thank you, then. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Welcome, co-hosts. I have one another, another co-host calling in. Welcome, Ellen. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. One more co-host. We don't know where she is. One she's, more co-host. She's on. Yeah, we're waiting. So I'm I'm gonna queue it up, and so when she gets on, we'll be all ready to kind of like dive in. So yes. I would like to welcome our listeners to our view podcast. And uh this podcast has been sponsored by Perfect Piece of the Puzzle. Just to note, as per usual, this podcast is mm, just based on the opinions of the four awesome moms, solely uh, our, our opinions perspective on how things are going within um, special education mm -hmm. and remote learning and teletherapy. Uh, so it's not of the opinion of Perfect Piece of the Puzzle, the CY Council on Special Education, or of Parent to Parent New York State. Uh, so as of right now, well, I'll introduce the co-host I do have, which is uh, Gloria, and she has two awesome boys. Uh, if you're just tuning in to our co-host, she has two awesome, three awesome boys. Two of them are on the spectrum. Sorry for jipping you one child, Gloria. We no, no, he's grown. <laughs> he's a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> we have Ellen. And she is the caretaker of us all. So she has more than just her, <laughs> her biological children. She um, inherited the number, us. The, the number is infinite. Um, and then our other co-host <laughs> that we're waiting to get on is Maria. And she is the mom of two. Uh, one of them is on the spectrum. So the purpose of this podcast, as per usual, it is to provide a relatable voice for parents of children with disabilities, as well as the general population, because it's kind of informative. We want to share with you our experiences, because um, you never know, you might encounter another uh, person that has a child with a disability. So it kind of helps for you to understand and engage a little bit with um engage a little bit with what uh, our experiences are and maybe share with them helpful tips that you've learned from our podcast. The other thing, this podcast uh, includes information and direct contact with persons at the DOE for supporting, for support regarding special education and related services within New York City. Um, and, you know, we also provide entertainment, you know, low chuckle, low laugh. And little humor gets us through any situation. Right. And so silence is golden. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we are. 
And so as we are gearing up to get in the meat of things, tonight's topic is parent care. And uh, what is that? <clears throat> so we want to know the, the needs of parents, mental and physical self-care, and we want to know how are parents caring for themselves during this crisis to be functional during remote learning. And I will start with Ellen for the first answer, response. Actually, um, I am really remote caring because I'm uh, home. By, well, I'm home with the cat. Don't forget the cat. And my three sons live <laughs> elsewhere. One lives in Alexandria with his wife and daughter, who just turned two. The other one lives in Hoboken with his wife, his four-year-old son, and another one on the way. And a, a third lives in Chinatown. Um, so the remote caring is really seriously remote. They're not here. Um, in many ways, it's a blessing because they're grown men. I don't know if I would have cared after about six weeks. And you, um, you have a different set of cares because you're not, you're not really able to, to be sure. However, we have discovered Zoom. We have discovered Google Meets. We have discovered something else. I forget what it is, um, where we can see each other's mm -hmm. face. And I'm the aunt of nine girls. And we've actually what we've done is we've decided to do a Zoom, a Zoom book club, which really boils down to: Did you get on? No, I didn't get on. Can I get on? Yeah, you can get on. Who else is on? Are you on? I'm not on. I want to be on. Where's the link? And then once everybody gets on, becomes: Oh, you look good. Did you get your hair cut? I like your hair. Up. Oh, what are you doing? You're not dressed. <laughs> Did you get dressed for this? I took a shower for the first time in three weeks, and sometimes they do overshare, but it gives you a laugh and a half. Uh, next up, we have Maria for a response. Maria, I saw you're on. Hi. Hola. Um, so how am I caring for myself during this time? Um, I try to approach each day with gratitude, um, depending on how much sleep I get the night before with a four-month-old. Um, well, uh, when I can, I go on walks or um, if I have time, I try to work out. Uh, my day is filled with lots of deep breathing and, you know, sometimes running to the bathroom and having a good cry and coming back out. Uh, and this uh, podcast is, is, is really helping uh, with me uh, cope with this, um, with this crisis and remote learning. And um, we have a, uh, I want to say mostly um, structured home right now um, with the kids and my honey. And, um, and having a uh, schedule really helps uh, go through the day a little bit easier. But nonetheless, it's still challenging. Gloria. 
So um, when my children were in preschool, um, well, actually in, yeah, CPSE, we actually had, um, my boys lived on a picture schedule. And I find that I don't necessarily need a picture schedule, but I just need to keep myself scheduled. So um, I actually schedule time in my day on my list is, you know, disengage. I slot half an hour twice a day um, to just not think about anything else but myself in that moment. What is important to me in this moment? Um, my children are safe, they're fed, they're, they're working. What do I need to do for myself? Um, and I don't care if it's simply washing my face um, for your children, if it's whatever it is that I find will soothe me in that moment, I will do. And um, I've always been good with using apps that are um, Calm app is one of the, and I'm not promoting them, but I certainly am telling that I do use it. It is amazing. Um, it, te it teaches you to stop, to breathe. Um, to disengage and it's it's sometimes a mental disengagement is important um, from what is going on around you um, and it's simply about making sure you take care of yourself essential oils whatever that is a good cup of coffee um, sometimes something as simple as you know just a conversation for five minutes to remind yourself that you matter with someone who reminds you that you matter um, that's important um, because if you you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And that includes your children and your household. I'm going to indulge in some shameless self-promotion. There's something called text for caregivers, which um, sends you a text two to three times a week. It's free. There's no cost. doesn't eat up your data. To give you some ideas, simple ideas and relevant ideas about how to take care of yourself. Um, it's really quite easy to sign up for. And right now in this day and age, I think all of us would uh, mm -hmm. would benefit from a, a couple of nice words, even if they do come by text. Uh, nice. for, for me and what I've been doing, um, I've been trying to stick well, initially I wasn't, but now I'm trying to get back into sticking him to his bedtime, which is generally 7.30. Um, and he's hopefully down within 30 minutes. And so then I have at least an hour or two afterwards before I fall asleep myself to myself and watching either ratchet television or... Um, just indulging in peaceful mental space by myself without the, the noise of everything around me. And, you know, if it's not the TV, it's him or it's another activity. Um, but I try to take that time after his bedtime for, for me. So if, if it's not, um, having a, a, obsessive amount of snacks or <laughs> <laughs> or a glass of wine to unwind or taking that taking that longer bath than I usually take during the day uh, or 
uh, I guess online shopping is the new indulgence. Uh, oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> for, for whatever. So it's, if it's not office supplies, it's, you know, storage items or trying to, you know, do house organizational stuff, then, then that's kind of what it is. But it's taking that moment after he goes to bed in the silence. I went on the Costco site today and I nearly bought a $1,400 refrigerator. Oh. I was overcompensating. (laughs) So here's our our next question. Has your quiet time helped you cope? Because it's a lot. It can be very overwhelming. And even though we're taking the time... Is it really working for you? Are those techniques actually benefiting you? I'm quiet all day long. It's just me and the cat. <laughs> I'm desperate for anybody. If there's anybody out there that needs somebody to talk to, I'm on the other end. I'll talk to anybody at this point now. That's why we Zoom. That's why we Zoom. That's why we Google Meet. I need to see people. And looking yeah. out the window is not, the, you know, it's not always the best way because as I watch my neighbors walk by, my first reaction is, why isn't she wearing a mask? What happened to his gloves? I don't like those shoes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maria? Um, I think that my quiet time helps me, especially at night, um, if I'm getting restless. I try to find some quiet time uh, and just tell myself and try to remind myself that although there's, you know, horrible things happening outside right now of my home, everyone in my home is safe and is healthy. And that's all I can control and worry about. And that, um, that helps me. Uh, Gloria? Um, well, like I said, I use the Calm app. I actually, I, I do, I, we, I do actually have video chats with, uh, with Ellen and Trisha and Maria, um, because I need to feel in touch with other people besides the people I live with. Um, and these are the people I enjoy being around who live in that same world of advocacy. So they get my rents, um, they get my they get my craziness and that's fun. Um, and I love these people. So it's important. I'm a little less um, anxiety driven, you know, I'm still scatterbrained because of course I, I do a million and one things, but now I'm thinking about adding, um, getting back into working out. Which I've I've indulged in one too many sweets this quarantine situation. And um I don't know if we're gonna have a summer body, but I'm gonna have a a, a body. So it's so just really it might be a full size body. What's wrong with that? I, I just don't want nobody have to come roll me out the door. Like have to cut <laughs> open a hole and roll me out. Cause that's where we're going. <laughs> like have engineers come by and just be like, let's just Crisco. You know, 
Crisco is body butter. <laughs> no, because it won't be Crisco. It'll it'll need to be like maybe we should take out this whole front window because that's just how <laughs> where I'm going. <laughs> so, so hopefully, me get getting back into working out will be uh, or make a difference in in kind of. Also, my sleep pattern is off, so maybe that'll help me sleep a little bit better. Um, but for the most part, it's it's kind of working. Um, what are you doing? I I I'm taking breaks, so I've I've pretty much canceled Fridays. Um, we only do one therapy session, and then I go run whatever errands so i i don't have a we don't stay in a house because i still have to make um my trips to um brooklyn at least once a week so i say listen i'm not gonna wait for the end of the day or saturday i'm gonna make my my day friday to go to brooklyn so by 11 o'clock i'm out the house and going to my mom's house for for Gloria the little it, Gloria called it forget about it Friday. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. About it. Yeah, the well, political, the politically correct. That's the word. That's the one <laughs> we're gonna use. Yeah, we have the more off. We have the more off-colored version on private time. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like yeah, forget about I, it Friday. Yeah, forget and about I, it Friday. I, yeah, and you know what? I think it's important that if you know we we as adults are being tested of our patients. I imagine that our children feel the same mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with allowing them to say, you know what, today is my mental health day that I'm not going to stress myself out. I don't want to do anything related to school or that's going to cause me to stress out. You know? Mm -hmm. Well, today we have a special guest to our podcast. His name is Adam Castillo, and he is the owner of Apex Riverdale, New York City. He's a okay. It's a fitness service that focuses on supporting the whole being with personalized fitness programs, nutrition, and lifestyle guidance. Um, and we thought maybe this will be a little fitting or helpful to other parents um, to get a few tips on, you know, things to do at home outside of what you might be thinking of uh, to kind of cope with or re-energize yourselves while we're going through this um, new normal. Adam, welcome. Hi, hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming so on our podcast. So, um, yes, I, I think that it is um, suiting uh, uh, our services do suit where I'm hearing from you guys. Um, I hear you talking about trying to develop like routines, um, particularly around bedtime. I think I heard Trisha um, yes. mention. Yes. So, yeah, so that is a big part of um, our service, um, helping people develop you know, good, healthy behavioral routines. For us, health has to do with a set of behaviors and sleep and work and family time, eating and exercise as well. All these things 
a part of what we consider health. And particularly in this time, we found that things have gotten chaotic and, and when things have gotten kind of out of control, um, we lost a lot of our routines and our schedules due to this quarantine and working from home and homeschooling. So helping people, supporting people in developing or getting back some of these routines and behaviors has um, suited them a ton in coping with the time. So as coaches, what we do is we're, we're here on the side to provide that support and remind people of, you know, what their goals are and what's important. So when I hear Trisha saying, like, you know, she's trying to get back to getting a sleep routine, that's how a coach would, a coach would support you in that, like, reminding you having those daily conversations or weekly conversations to remind you to help you schedule it, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that's, um, so I think it is, um, uh, suiting to have me on right now. Co-hosts, any questions for Adam? Questions? No, I think that, you know, um, that they are really, um, I think for, for us who have kind of figured out what works for us, but I think that that service is an amazing service for, you know, people who may need to organize themselves. And I think that sometimes we lack that. I think as moms, as a mom of children with uh, autism, I had to learn to be very organized in order to be able to function in and be available for them. Um, so organization became part of my routine. So I, and anybody, everybody on this podcast knows my what my life schedule looks like in the morning, but that's just because I had to regiment myself that way so that I could function. But then I had to incorporate the relaxation techniques when this happened um, in more, more so than normal in any other time. But I, I think it's a it's a great service, and I think that people should take advantage of it. Yeah, you said having having structure is something that helps. Yes. Um, you mm-hmm. know, cope with chaos. So anything that you yes. could control, you want to try to put in place and control. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm thinking of some some tips that might help with um, creating routines. And um, routines are basically going to be like a set of behaviors and doing them consistently creates a routine and allows you um, to kind of de-stress and, and cope and not, and not be dealing from, you know, your mind going from one problem to the next. If you have a set of behaviors in place that you have created a routine around, it will help your day go a little easier. So um, some things that we help our clients with, like bedtime routines or rituals, that allow you to create that mental space to start to tell your body that it's, you know, time to relax and get to bed. Um, things like not eating two hours before bed, um, trying to stay away from blue light from screens about an hour or 90 minutes before bed. Um trying to create a relaxation. I heard you guys talking about the Calm app and um, there's different apps that we also recommend our clients um, try. 
these different ones and you see which one works for you the best. But yeah, some type of breathing or meditation practice. The the key is going to be um, to try to create a real habit around that around the same time and be consistent. And that's what allowed it to become a, a routine and a ritual. And it'll allow you to have, you know, some mental space and de-stress in long term. It'll create less stress. It'll help. Other things like um, warm baths. I heard you guys mention that those are um, good tips that we also help um you know, remind people of creating habits around that before bed, taking a warm bath or shower, um, drinking tea. Again, the, the key is going to be to to do these things ritualistically the best you can. Of course, I, I know you guys are dealing with a lot of unknowns with with kids, um, kids on the spectrum, etc. So um, ideally, the mo- the better the mo- the the best you can do with what you have to create a, a routine and a ritual around these things daily is going to help to cope and kind of relieve stress and get better sleep, et cetera. You mean the ritual of eating an entire Hershey bar in five seconds flat doesn't help? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, um, if you stand up, it, if you stand up, it doesn't count. It's only when you sit down. If you, if you walk around while you do it, it doesn't it stick to the you. sides. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't stick to the sides. <laughs> I guess that donut Sometimes. I want to eat now doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can always think of it as it's 5, 5 a.m. somewhere. So think of it as a <laughs> breakfast food in some other country. If you need to reward yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> not that Adam would agree with that. <laughs> um, Adam's not gonna go sign. He's I'll, not gonna I'll go pass sign. On that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna go sign on that one. Well, we would like to thank Adam for coming onto our podcast and sharing his awesome tips um, for helping us to cope and helping others to cope um, during this time. Really appreciate you for coming on, co-host. Thanks Thank for you. having me, guys. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, so what else? Uh, so we don't have any questions coming in through Facebook Live as of yet. Uh, so I guess we can just jump into our our how we like to wrap up a little bit. Well, we could keep the discussion going for a little bit longer. This week's aha moment you know, or happy or funny thing that happened um, this week. We can start with do-do-do-do. Let's start with Ellen. All right, so the aha moment for today was that I realized why I could not find um, my... I, this is embarrassing, but at the same time, it's true. I wear fuzzy socks to bed at night because I'm alone. Right? i got to keep my feet warm. And I couldn't find them. I couldn't find them. I couldn't find them. I couldn't find them. I don't know what I did. I moved the cat's basket, I guess, to clean it out. And the cat had my socks. (laughs) (laughs) She was trying to keep her feet warm. No, God. It's the best. I I, just was like, give me back my socks, you thing. Cat. 
And she actually, she was sitting in the basket when I moved it. She actually gave me a dirty look. (laughs) (laughs) You have to remember, this cat only has one eye. She's a rescue. She looked at me. She meant it. Yeah, she was serious. It's a little disconcerting. And I thought to myself, maybe it's going to be like The Shining. Maybe I ought to get out of here. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I went for a walk. (laughs) Now I'm going to knock on the door or knock on the basket before I do anything ever again. Yeah, remind her. Like, I'm coming into your space. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maria, what's your happy, funny, aha moment? So uh, the other day, well, I, I want to preface this by saying Jackson has been um, working on recognizing different tones um, when people speak so that, you know, he can mm-hmm. recognize, you know, when someone's happy, when they're sad, when they're frustrated. And uh, I was having a fairly, fairly challenging morning the other day, and there was a minor minor grease fire in my kitchen and I was screaming <laughs> I was screaming for my honey to come out and I was saying fire and Jackson's response was mommy how do you feel how do you feel how are you feeling how do you feel like he he, he kept saying that he just needed to know how I, I was feeling um <laughs> and uh and he would not stop asking me until I responded. And what I realized the other day by telling the story to someone else was that I don't think that he's ever heard me be afraid. He's never heard me scared. So he, he couldn't recognize what that tone was. Um, and I was actually proud of him for, for asking me for, you know, recognizing that the situation was urgent, but he knew or he didn't know enough information and was using his words to, um, to get the info, which was, which was good. So I think that's great. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. I- it was great. Glory do it often. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess I'm up. So um I guess you know in all the in all the um qu- quarantine you realize that you know even if your child does not realize what may be going on around, he notices that things are different, that what was what was typical routine, because I don't say normal anymore, because what what define normal. Um what actually was typical in his world and his world was school meant getting on a bus and going to another building. So I wanted to remind him that he needs to start getting ready. We're making breakfast and I want to get him ready for breakfast uh, for, for school. So we start having a conversation and he said to me, no school, no school bus, no school. And he chose to take a stand and he played hooky that day. And, um, <laughs> It, it was just great to know that he had an understanding that 
I'm not attending a make-believe school in my building, in this building that you keep talking about that I'm not going to. So it was great that, you know, it was tough that I had to call his teacher and tell him, well, he's taking off the day um, because we have to forget about it Fridays. Um, so he already missed two days. But you know what? I figured we'll make it up somewhere. Um, so we kind of incorporate something else um, into the day. Um, for my little one who has changed his routine and structure for um, this pandemic, has decided that he's going to be on a 2 a.m. shift. So he wakes up at 2 a.m. and he, so I incorporate his uh, skills of ADL and, and um, his OT into sorting laundry. So he gets to do that. So he actually does, and he does his eight hours, and then he goes back to sleep. Um, but Stephen was really good about saying, no, no school bus, no school. That's what it is for me. And that, and he just, it was clear that he knew that he was not participating because he was not getting on the school bus. So I think we're going to remedy that by getting a yellow car next time. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a, or a yellow minivan. So it looks like a school bus. I was going to say, you're going to have to get a yellow minivan. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to buy one of the buses from these bus companies. But the new No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> They'll be on sale. Have you ever ridden on those things? It's like riding on the back of a pickup truck. Exactly. The suspensions are horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I need dual climate control. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to need a car seat based on and a bus para. Yeah. And a bus para. <laughs> and a bus para. Exactly. <laughs> to ride with you. You know, yeah, the bus para is not there. You can't get on. Right. So Trisha, right. your aha moment? I I didn't really have one this week. <gasps> there's no with aha. Matt, happy there's... With Matt? You didn't have an <laughs> aha moment? You live with Matthew. Of course you did. <laughs> I know. Every day is a party. <laughs> every but of course you did. He went to bed at 7.30. Is that not an aha? <laughs> no. That's been, that's been kind of regimented since last week. So... <sighs> <laughs> well, that would have been an aha to me when my kids were that age. I had to beat them in with a stick. That's <laughs> a beautiful bedtime. It's seven thirty, so yeah, more, we more, more or less than not so funny times and aha moments. He's been waking up on like clockwork at like six o'clock in the morning, mm. which is very annoying. <laughs> well, at least when we get back or whatever version of back to school is, hopefully he'll be able to get up at six o'clock. So we can make hey, the bus. I'll trade you I'll trade you Matthew for, for my Alex. Yeah, no. No. With no. two AM wake up. No, I'm good. Pick your poison. No, because Take the six. You'll by the fine. time I'm, I'm falling asleep at like midnight. So two hours of sleep is not going to cut it for me. And we would probably fight. And then I'd probably go to jail. That's not, that's not, looking, that's not looking too good. I'm too cute for jail. First of all, my house feels like a prison and it's not working out for me. Much less something <laughs> smaller and, you know, a jumpish type suit. That's How not cutting it. I trade you both for a four-month-old who wake up at 12 and 1.30 and 3.30 and 4.30 and 5.30. Whoa! 
How about that? Send them to Brooklyn. <laughs> Ship them out. Put them on the Bronx River and I'll pick them up as he That's makes the, the turn at Sandy Hook. That's <laughs> it. Grandma Ellen. It'll be yeah, like I Moses in the reeds. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, we have, now that we've extended it to 9.15, not a whole wrap-up yet. Um, want to preview a little bit uh, what's to come. And our next episode is going to be a recap of all the things that we've kind of been discussing, as well as the things that have come out with the DOE. So come with your ideas. What's your question? What do you want to know? What, what have you heard? And sharing all that stuff, because I think that's going to be a very good discussion. Mm-hmm. Based on all the things that's coming out, especially sitting here today and reading all the articles that have been dropping within the last three hours. Interesting. Very interesting. And the biggest was issue is going to the no, issue is gonna be the grading. You know, they're talking about for little ones a satisfactory or needs improvement. But when you get into the high schools, they want to give full grades, you know, like an 85 or a 32 or whatever. And they also talking about giving kids their incompletes so that they have to make up the class. I, I, I am a little rattled about that because they're going to have to make up somehow or another these three months that they missed and get back into the swing of things, get back into the routine of a classroom get back into the routine of just being social in the classroom, plus all the fright or fear or worry that they carry with them. I mean, some of these kids have seen family members die. Others have mm-hmm. seen, you know, are, are worried about their parents who are working as in the front line. E- EMTs or police mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. sanitation. I mean, the sanitation guys are still picking up our trash. My so, husband. These kids are, you know, they're going to need counseling more than they're going to need somebody hanging over mm-hmm. them saying, make up that work, make up that work, make up that work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot we're going to have to unpack next week between grading, between our lovely busing contracts between um, summer school and what that could possibly look like between um, I don't know what else. So many thoughts. I'll tell you this much. On March 20th, I fed somebody a bottle of Remy Martin that we were going to summer school. And he said to me, baloney, Ellen, that's never going to happen. So the day I get that bottle of Remy Martin, I'm going to open it up on this podcast. You'll hear that pop. (laughs) There you go. Part of the discussion will have to be, what does it look like for the 12-month programs? Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah. So that let's let's ponder upon that, and then um, hopefully our following podcast we can get somebody from the DOE to come on and kind of just you know clear the air or bring the you know bring more details to what we've been discussing these past few weeks, um, and kind of being the um, the voice of of for the parents to hear other than us, uh, the people that are are boots on the ground and should really have the answers that we're seeking. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's gonna be a good next two weeks, hopefully, preferably. But I would really like to thank our listeners for coming on, listening to us for the past three weeks for to our view and you know, Facebook followers, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any questions about anything that we've discussed, please email us at rview at perfectpop.org. And or that you'd you like have, to discuss. Right, or that you would like to discuss. Or if you have any questions for the DOE, please email us. We're going to be taking questions and hopefully we can have a, a really good Q&A session in two weeks based on the topics we've discussed, based on the you know ever-changing updates that we're getting. Um, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much to my fellow co-hosts. It's been a pleasure. Thank as you all always, for As always, as always. Yes. I appreciate you. And, and again, thank you for our special guest, Adam from OPEX of Riverdale, New York City, for coming on and giving us these tips. Until next week, thank you for listening to our view. And don't forget okay. text for caregivers. Text for yes. caregivers, yes, is another good one. Text for caregivers. You can definitely tune in to Perfect Piece of the Puzzle's Facebook page under podcast and you will be able to get all more details on everything that you've heard today. Thank you guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.